Hey, Simple Pasta Cashew listeners, just want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. I don't know if you celebrate Christmas, but hey, we got the day off, right? That's all that really matters. I want to alert you guys that I dropped the uh, new syndication e-course. Now, this is not going to teach you how to be no syndicator. This is going to teach you how to be the best damn LP investor that you can be through a self-guided e-course. So I've been working a real long time on this. It's got eight modules taking you through every piece of the syndication due diligence process from just understanding what's a syndication, then also where do you look for, like the, how do you vet the people? How do you vet the numbers? I have a big section in there on what's all the little dirty tricks that the syndicators pull to make a deal look better than it really is. And then once you get up to speed on syndications, I have a bonus series in there at least six hours where I've gotten my mastermind students and some other volunteers together to ask me specific questions in an interview format where we really get into the nitty gritty and all these nuances. So great conversations, great insights that you're not going to get anywhere else. And if you don't like it, we've got like a money back guarantee, but I'm pretty confident in this thing that you're not going to find anything better than this. So check this out by going to our free syndication e-guide at simplepassacastle.com slash syndication. And there you'll find the link to the e-course, which has way more information than that free guide. So I would say, yeah, check out the free guide and uh, go from there. This is a story about a dude named Lane. He moved to the mainland and bought one place to stay. And then one day he went and tried to rent them out. And then he became one real investor man. Hey, Simple Passive Castle listeners. Today we are going to be talking a little bit about 501c nonprofit with Tim Rode, who's built up his massive nonprofit and has definitely created his vision and serving that purpose. But if you haven't yet, please join our mastermind group. Check that out at simplepassacastle.com slash journey. And I want to welcome on Tim Rode. How's it going, Tim? Hey, Lane. Thanks for having me on. Look forward to hopefully helping your guest get what I call the gift of giving back. On our climbing the first mountain to success, a lot of times we forget about throwing down the rope and helping lift others to come with us. And I want to put this bug in your ear of how much society needs that today and how you can be a hero in your community and help lift others while making millions for yourself, hopefully. Yeah. And for those of you guys, we're coming out of the election season. If you're getting frustrated like me, you see a lot of problems out there. This is the way to go fix it yourself. Look at the Melinda Gates and Bill Gates Foundation. They went and did it themselves. And that doesn't mean that you can't create your own little nonprofit, do it yourself also. And a great way to empower yourself after you've created your wealth. But Tim, maybe give us a little bit of background. You started in real estate. Tell us how you found this. You got your head above water. Sure. I'd like to say I've gone from one of the more selfish people you'll ever meet in your life to one of the more selfless you'll ever meet in your life. And this transition happened from 15, I'm now 61. Okay. I barely graduated high school. I never went to college and I was what you'd call a late bloomer. And luckily I found my niche selling real estate and I put the key in the lock 
and it finally fit and I found my niche. And I want to touch on One Life Fully Lived and what we teach there later, because that's what it's about is figuring out where do you fit and how can you thrive? And that's the charity I created down the road. So here I am a lost soul at 25 with two small kids, barely getting by as a part-time grocery clerk. I get my real estate license. I sell three houses the first weekend and I knew it was on. I knew I had found my niche. So consequently, doing what I love to do worked really well. And so I got better and better at listing and selling homes. And what I did differently that most don't do is I still lived like a grocery clerk as my income went from 60 to 150 to 300 to 500, my expenses went from 30 to 35 to 40 to 50 to 60. And so if you look at what's coming in, what's going out, what's left to invest, that number kept growing. And I was very aggressive buying single family, duplex, land in the path of growth, different just singles and doubles to where I looked up at around 40 years old. And this was in 2007 in California and I was ready to retire and I sold most of my properties right into the California craze and basically retired around 40 years old. And since then I've been doing what I call getting the goods in the woods, skiing, hiking, biking, all the uns that are so fun. And I helped start our for-profit uh, company called GoBundance, which has really blossomed hugely. And I started a nonprofit called One Life Fully Lived so I could throw down the rope and help those emerging from hardship, those that never learn the stuff that most of us do, how to find their best life also. And I found that really rewarding. We work with hardworking professionals looking to opt out of investments for the clueless. I mean, mainstream investing. We work with people we have a direct relationship while enjoying higher returns and a quicker path to financial freedom. I personally move my endorsement from turnkey rentals to syndications as my net worth has grown. However, the downside of many of these deals is that you need at least $50,000 to invest and the frequency of deals that meet my criteria is sporadic. Check out my article at simplepassivecashflow.com slash OFUND and learn how I always have cash on hand by using the American Home Preservation Fund as part of this one-two punch to be ready for a great deal while still making a double-digit return. I have been investing in AHP since 2016. AHP is a crowdfunding solution to the mortgage crisis in America, where collectively the fund and investors like you pull their money together and get great bulk discounts on distressed mortgages. It's a business model that I think gets stronger should a bump in the economy come, because this is where there will be even more distressed inventory for AHP to purchase. The American Home Preservation Fund aims to keep people in their homes so you can make a 10% return while making a positive social impact. Invest in as little as $100 by going to ahpservicing.com investors. And if you want the free Burn Zone book and learn about George Newberry's story, please send me an email at lane at simplepassacashflow.com. I like to buy stuff. Well, that's a liability. So a lot of folks listening are still working the day job. They have high salaries, but 
Now, there's this concept you hear a lot about putting your oxygen mask out before helping out others. How did you, in your 30s and 40s, how, how did you personify that whole thought? I want to challenge that thought. Why do you have to wait? So here I am, like at 25, I'm a part-time lost grocery clerk. And at 28, I started to have some success. I was probably making, in real estate, I was probably making a couple hundred grand a year. And I just stuck my toe in the water. I went and spoke at a junior high to 13-year-olds. And you talk about a tough crowd. And they were like, hey, does he have a booger? They were just rude. And it was a really not a fun experience, but it felt good to give back. And I also volunteered at my local Boys and Girls Club and got on their board of directors and helped them raise money while I was making my way. So I don't think you need to wait till your ships come in or you're on top of that first mountain and quote successful. Why not do some great things to help humanity along the way? So when you were making less than 400, 500,000 a year, were you giving your time or was it more money back then? Because some people think when you're in that early stage of your entrepreneurship journey, you're still building your net worth up, that you need to put that money into real estate agent, that brokerage business is a, a money intensive business too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I wasn't that generous financially until after I was financially free. I gave more of my time and some of my money to the Boys and Girls Club, probably a couple grand a year, whereas now I literally give 50000 to 75000 of my own cash, as well as put in thousands of hours a year on my charity. Yeah. And I think that's the hard thing, right? I call it the sandwich generation is the folks between the age 30 to 50, when you're supposed to speak building that wealth, like the financial wealth, there's a huge demand on your time. So you hold in two different edges. Absolutely. Especially people with busy families. And, and I'm talking to the moms. Those are the ones doing the business or working and running a family. Boy, are you squeezed for time? This is something you can do just to volunteer and take your kids with you perhaps and get them understanding how important it is for us to all give back as we go. But I understand those challenges between 30 and 50 of you're just, you're on the hamster wheel trying to make sure you make it up that first mountain yourself. And I say good for you for working harder than most, trying to do everything you can do to make sure you make it up that first mountain. And believe me, I remember that time frame, and it was, I didn't know this was all going to work out the way it, it did until I looked up at 40 and said, holy criminy, I could retire and did what most don't. I did retire. I did quit listing and selling and just put all my efforts into the things I spoke of, getting the goods in the woods, taking care of my health, being close to my family and giving back through our charity. And when you started to come over that apex and you went to more of a retirement lifestyle, did you just start your nonprofit at that point or were you still searching for what really resonated with you? No, that's a great question, Lane. I tapped out around 2007, 2008, and it was, you said uh, a lot of people are upset of how the election went. 
around that time, I wasn't too happy with the way the election went and I was upset and I was upset with humanity. It felt like it was going in the wrong direction. And so it took a couple of years to figure out how can I make a difference? And it also took my mastermind partners calling me out because I was bitching about how pissed off I was at how things were going. They said, why don't you do something about it? Why don't you quit whining? We're sick of hearing you whine about it. And I was out getting the goods in the woods, which when you have more time to think, when you get quiet and meditate or pray and really get quiet, the answers come to you. And it hit me out in the country Dude, you know how to be successful in life. You have all these friends who are really successful. What if you got all those friends together and had them help you teach others these basic concepts of how to create your best life? And if you don't mind, Lane, really quickly, I'd love to talk about what One Life teaches. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. Sure. So I talked about putting my key in the lock and it fit. That's what we want for everybody. Where will I fit in and thrive? So we created this thing called the fulfillment triangle. And if you look at a triangle, uh, you look at where do my passions meet my talents, where there's opportunity. Where can I figure out what to do where I'm good at it, I love to do it, and I can make a lot of money doing it. That for me was selling real estate. So that's the first concept is where will I fit in and thrive? And then there's the second concept, and that's our One Life Roadmap, which is available on Amazon. And that's figuring out vision. Where am I going with all this? Finances, how will I fund it? Relationships, who's my posse? Who's my mentors? And wellness, how can I be healthy in my mind, body, and spirit to pull off this amazing life I've been blessed to live? So that's our One Life Fully Lived teachings. And we want everybody to be empowered to find their best life. And can you see how I'm alive when I'm speaking about that? I am so passionate about helping everybody find their best life. And I challenge you to find something you're so passionate about. Maybe it's climate change. Maybe it's something, maybe it's battered women or becoming clean and sober. Whatever it is, put your heart and soul into it and find a way to to lift others. Feels great. Or another question I'll ask is what upsets you in the world or what gets you really fired up? For me, it's people, there's so much bad financial advice out there, right? Like buy a big young family, buying a big house to live in. They give up their cash flow. They can't buy rentals or all this investing in retail investments, like the 401k, bad financial advice, in my opinion. And it just robs a lot of people of, you know, retirements. But looking back, what was the thing that you're bitching about? And maybe it seems like I'd love to tell you I've changed the whole thing or one life has, but it seems like it's harder today for the average person just getting out in the world to find their best life. And it seems like they're being told, you can't do it. You're screwed. There's nothing you can do and be pissed at them instead of them being empowered to go inside and find the tools for their best life. So I think that would be just like you said, wrong information with financing. I would say it's wrong information as to how to find your best life. And one of them is the one size fits all. You need to go to college. Here, sign here. Don't worry about the debt. Just sign. Everything will work out fine. And no one's telling them about trades. The country is screaming for 
plumbers and electricians and welders. You can make a hundred grand out the gate with no debt. So we're really into empowering people to find their best life and go after it with that. Is there such an age range that you dial in on or is it a wide range? Yeah. Yeah, we most concentrate on those just getting out in the world, either in the, let's say, 10th grade, and we have the one life, uh, one life is the number one, one life roadmap on Amazon for students, those still in school. And then we have the one life roadmap for adults. And mainly it's for those just got out of school up until, gosh, some of them are 40 and having to reboot, if you will. So it's mainly for those just getting out of school and those kind of struggling with what they're going to do. I sure wish I had this at 17 years old. My life would have been way different. I would have gotten it together earlier if I only had a roadmap to follow. Now, one of the nice things about having a nonprofit is some of the tax advantages. If you can give us some insights on when you initially started your foundation, how did you use that 501c3 and maybe just... A lot of people, I don't know too much about it, you know, but I know that there's some benefits in there. Sure. There's a lot of benefits if you want. I'm kind of weird. I don't take any salary from One Life. So I don't benefit financially at all. I've put hundreds of thousands of dollars of my own money and hit up all my GoBundance friends, David Osborne, Pat Hyben, Mike McCarthy, and our tribe has literally given millions to GoBundance to help others. There are tax advantages to, there is no tax on the nonprofit, but all of our funds go into serving the community and helping lift others. It it gives you like that basket to go and you know, pull other people who haven't, don't have the time, but maybe have the money. Is that Right. Yeah. And everybody's different. Some have time and no money. Some have money and no time. And everybody's looking for a way to serve. And one thing that One Life's done really is made it, we call it easy to serve in your neighborhood by teaching our teachings to those you want to lift. And because of that, there's a a group of clean and sober people. One guy was a heroin addict for seven years, got clean, came to our teachings. In the last year, he's bought his own home and two rental properties, including a fourplex. He said he learned more from our community in six months than he had in seven years. One thing I say a lot of times is the relationships is the currency of the wealthy. I get it when you're starting out, and this is the way I was in my 20s when I was really frugal, still am, but I wouldn't spend money on anything. And I've heard the wisdom where money augments what you are inside. It's a multiplier. So if you're cheap and you want to do things all by yourself, even when you have money, you'll be that way. But for me, when I got more money, it kind of opened my eyes to seeing how other people were doing it, better models. We have our free Facebook group, the Hui, that you guys are welcome to join, you guys listening. But if you notice in that free group, there'll be some folks who just dive in, dive out, ask for some free advice, peace in and out. And I've mentioned on the show that I'm in, I've been in several masterminds, some of them are over $25,000 a year. And I'll just say it's a different species of people in those groups that fly around 25 grand. Not that they have 25 grand to burn on something like that, but it's their opinion on like 
money flowing. I don't know if you can talk about the contrast because a lot of people listening, they've never been in a mastermind before. It's just that W2 working lifestyle where it's just, it's competitive. There's not much collaboration. There's none of this pay it for type of attitude amongst the cubicle dwellers. Maybe you can talk a little bit about that, Tim. Sure. That's touching more on the tribe. I also helped create called GoBundance. And GoBundance is a healthy, wealthy, generous people who choose to lead epic lives. I don't know when this uh, podcast is going to come out, but as of now, it costs 7000 to be in our tribe. It's going up January 1st to 10000 And we feel that's a bargain. And in our tribe are many W-2 people who want to be 1099 people. We actually have a micro tribe within our tribe of people who are current W-2 and are working on their investing to take over to where they can just go off into that world. And we've had some amazing people speak at our events and be on something within the tribe that we call 728. And 728 is how do you go from seven figures worth a million dollars to eight figures worth $10 million. And there's a gentleman who was on there just recently that was a W-2 person three years ago, I believe. And he's now worth some crazy number, 28 million or something like that, because he's been flipping triple net lease properties for the last three years and making millions doing that. And when you surround yourself with people who are doing the things that you want to do, but at a much higher level, you seem to come up to that level. And that's what we've noticed within GoBundance. And that's from my standpoint as one of the founders of GoBundance and one with a, a big heart to lift others. Here we've created this one life community. And in there we have something called 325, a takeoff on the 728. How do you make your first hundred bucks? And how do you turn that into 10,000 and become entrepreneurial in nature? Hey guys, looks like uh, Tim's internet went out, but just to cap things off, we're not telling you to go and jo- join GoBundance, which I think is a pretty moderately priced mastermind. I'm in another mastermind called Collective Genius. Uh, that one's 25000 a year. But I've been in a lot of masterminds and it really changed my life. I, I think if you're listening right now, you've never been in one. Yeah, don't go join in a $10,000 one a year right off the bat. But maybe just start off with a small one of even you're just your friends and family. Get a few people together, get some drinks, go out for dinner and make the discussion a little more focused around what are your goals, not only money-wise or business-wise, but also career, family, relationships, et cetera. And I think at that point, you start to see the value and the power of these types of masterminds. And when you're able to become more vulnerable, share what you're working on, what are the good things, what are the bad things? You know, one of the very famous, very popular formats we'll use is that the thorn and the rose. So the rose is you talk about something shiny that you're working on or a win, but the thorn is designed that you get vulnerable and you share what's not going well. And that's really where the power of these masterminds come because it's the aid of the other people listening that they come in and either have a connection for you or they went through the same circumstance and they can guide you through it. And this is what separates the average folks from a lot of like just the people who are killing it out there that they're able to graduate to higher level masterminds. And 
it's really where the connections, the, the saying your net worth is your network is so true because when you go higher and higher, which is why I pay so much money to be in the masterminds that I'm in, you get access to people who have the connections and have the social capital to call upon to give it to you. And the thought is, you know, you pay it forward and you help out each other. And if you would have found me five, 10 years ago, I would have thought you're crazy. My wife thinks I'm crazy for spending $25,000 a year. When somebody from one of my masterminds um, that I'm in visits Hawaii, it's just night and day different than connecting with some person who's never been in a mastermind. And I think even she gets it at that point, why it's so valuable or how it keeps me sane when I have to talk about my 401k or why I don't have one to my mom around Thanksgiving time or whatnot, or get into those type of arguments or go and congratulate somebody for buying a house that they live in that just messed up their financial future for a really long time. It, yeah, and keeps me sane if I have a peer group that I know is out there that I'm a part of. But yeah, I'm not saying that you guys should be joining one, but try and create your, your own one. And if you guys are you know, looking for the right peer group of the right people, because that's the hard thing. And this is probably one of the reasons why I pay so much money to, so I just don't screw around with the wrong people. We have our own passive investor accelerator that I'm rebranding as the family office Ohana mastermind. You guys can get more details at simplepassivecashflow.com slash journey, but high paid professionals, pretty much all credit investors at this point who are busy professionals. Still going to spend most of their time at their day job, but looking to build connections with other pure passive investors and to find more deals, figure out what are the best practices for tax, legal, infinite banking. And more importantly, which I don't think they realize until they get into it for about a year, is it's the relationships, right? As your journey to financial freedom moves on, most people get financially free in five to 10 years that have a good paying job that what do you do? for the other 10, 20, 30 years? What's well, the relationships that you forge in your first five years are the relationships that at least I cherish. But yeah, if you guys haven't connected with me, I still do those free calls for new club members, free onboarding call. Check that out, simplepassivecashflow.com slash club. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. This website offers very general information concerning real estate for investment purposes. Every investor situation is unique. Always seek the services of licensed third-party appraisers and inspectors to verify the value and condition of any property you intend to purchase. Use the services of professional title and escrow companies and licensed tax, investment, and or legal advisor before relying on any information contained herein. Information is not guaranteed as in every investment there is risk. The content found here is just my opinion and things change and I reserve the right to change my mind. Above all else, do your own analysis and think for yourself because in the end, you are the only person who is going to look out for your best interests.